L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Jordan and Jake. Powered by Ortho Carolina. The home stops. He throws it across field. Guess who? Jordan Gross. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. It's the Jordan Jake podcast, your favorite podcast on the air. I'm Jordan Gross, and we're powered by Ortho Carolina. When it comes to your orthopedic care, choose better by choosing Ortho Carolina. With over 40 locations throughout the Carolinas, you're never far from one of the nation's leading providers of care for joints, muscles, and orthopedic. I'm doing this again. This sucks. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> I hate doing this huge read to start. There's no cool way to do it. Do I have to do it this week, Matt? Can I just do it at the end? I don't know what to say. I'm doing it. Here we okay. go. In three, two, one. Jordan and Jake podcast. It's that time again, and we're powered by Ortho Carolina. I got to do the live read to start, Jake. All right, so I'm just doing it. When it comes to your orthopedic care, choose better by choosing Ortho Carolina. With over 40 locations throughout the Carolinas, you're never far from one of the nation's leading providers of care for joints, muscles, and orthopedic injuries. When things look bad, it's important to know you have a choice, but there's only one better choice Ortho Carolina, official team physician of the Carolina Panthers. All right, the live read's done, Jake. How'd I do? I thought you sounded well. You had a lot of juice in your voice, and it was uh, – <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. I will, I will i will. say that. It's against my – I wouldn't say skill set because I don't know that I have one. It's against my nature to go live read. I'd rather come out with, like, a stupid joke or something. You know that. But we work it in. I know. Hey, it's, I, it's not – it sounded pretty scripted. I will say that. And, um, well, that's because be it is too, scripted. I didn't want to be critical. I thought, you know, someone <laughs> of your stature could have just kind of had it memorized and just kind of let it flow. I can't, let it, you know, let I it can't memorize that. There's a lot of words there. I mean, I could get the gist, okay? Right. North Carolina needs it the right way, just like they do business. Okay, speaking of bodies, and North Carolina takes care of those, for those that have ailments. You said before we went on the air, because we heard some crackling on the line, producer Matt said, are you eating chips? You said, I don't eat chips. My body's a temple. Is that true? Do you do not eat chips? Very seldom will I eat chips. Uh, I'm in a big time chip relationship right now. And it's, I know it's you're, bad. Yes, because you're coaching. You're coaching. Uh, you know that. The stress. And you, and you want to do everything you can for these kids. And you're coaching and you're burning the candle at both ends and whatever you grab and you want something like that. That's exactly right. Well, whatever it is, it's like a mistress. I just, you know, I know you shouldn't do it. And it's like, 
But man, data. My wife just made some salsa. All right, let's. Just, this is the last time. Okay, let's go. This is the last. <laughs> Anyways, think I got to get it under control. It probably is because of the. Co- I'm going to blame it on the coaching. It's not my fault. It's someone else's well, speak, fault. Speaking uh, of coaching, how yeah. did, how did last weekend go? Let's let's start. Homecoming, there. homecoming, big win, fifty-five nice. to six. We're on the right track. Oh Jake. wow, nice. We're nice. on the right Run track. Run up the score. I love it, big guy. We did not run up the score. We did not run up the score. You ran up the score. You ran up the score, building up the ego. I can't stand that. Well, I went home and celebrated with a bag of chips. I'll tell you that much. I'll tell you that much right there. Oh, um, I did. We got, we have, uh, we win tonight. We're in the playoffs, Jake. We're recording this Friday morning. We usually record on Thursday. Friday morning, we're recording. Win tonight. We're in the playoffs. So there's, guess what? I have a surprise too. Don't tell the team. Don't tell my high school, the Fruitland Grizzlies. But uh, Luke Keekley, I'm a, I'm scheduled a Zoom call for. Normally, I'm like we get at three o'clock. We get to the high school, watch some film, have like before our pregame meal. Instead of film, Luke Keekley FaceTime talking about being a stud linebacker. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I like that. You know, Jordan. Here's the thing with Luke. We all know all the superlatives, everything that happened on the football field. But I wasn't a teammate with him. So I knew him, but I didn't know him. And so I'd hear you guys talk about him. But now starting to do the games with him, getting to know him a lot better. And um, he might be more than what everybody made him out to be. So that's what I think of Luke Keekley. I will say this. Yeah. Uh, and we'll get to the game. When we intercepted, when Frankie Lubu intercepted the ball, the pass the other day and was running it in, I started taking my right hand and hitting Luke in the shoulder. I was so fired up, and we were so awkward because we wanted to high-five and holler, but you have to be somewhat, I guess, professional on air. But, yeah, that was uh, – <laughs> you know, I think I think he feels it like I do. We just want it so bad for this team, and we just want to ha- see success and have success. So, uh, But, no, Luke is um, – I will say um, – He's a pretty special guy. Talked to him last night, and he was coaching a, I guess, 11-year-old football team. He's helping coach right. Greg Olson or Greg Olson's dad. And I, when he called me back, I said, hey, let me guess, coaching? And he just went on a rant. Oh, man, it was unbelievable. We just won the game. We had this defense. They ran a play at the end. They ran this. We had it covered. Pick six. It was it was unbelievable listening to his enthusiasm about this 11-year-old football game. So I'm assuming would, he'll get your team really ready to go. Yeah, uh, he will definitely. And I was talking to him about his team this last week, and he said – all I ever wanted as a player was for D coordinators to keep things simple. And now I'm the D coordinator. And I'm making it all complicated. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's funny what happens. Cause I do the same thing. Well, let's talk okay. about the Okay. Panthers. That's the perfect, that's the perfect transition of keeping it yeah. simple because yes. this defense for the San Francisco 49ers, as we transition, they don't do a great amount, but you know what they do well is play defense. And it's simple, fairly simple, but they play angry, very, very angry and fast and violent. So that's what we'll start off with the San Francisco 49ers. Do you need to be complicated, though, if you've just got studs everywhere? Like, um, if, you're got, if, you, NFL, if you can – Go ahead. Well, if you have seven sacks last week with simple, guess what I'd do if I was D coordinator? I'd drink coffee this week. 
and say, hey, we're just going to do that same thing again. Go get seven sacks, boys. There we go. I like it. And listen, the thing <laughs> about it is this. When you have really good football players, don't overcomplicate it. The NFL is about players. You can say all the plays you want. The NFL is about players. And, I mean, they, they've got some studs. But, yeah, we know the Joey Bosa. We know the Fred Warner. And then, you know, the young kid starting to make a name for himself, the Palomalu clone, uh, uh, Hufunga is his last name, the one that had the pick six last week. Yep. They have some some really good football players on defense. But you know what they have is depth. They just kind of rotate defensive linemen in there, and their front seven is just – it's very, very nasty. Very nasty. Well, they've done an incredible job in that organization. They've had a physical I – mean, their their identity has been that for years and years and years, right? Like my last game ever – well, I guess it was the Pro Bowl, so that's a brag right there. <sighs> But before that was the the San Francisco 49ers. We lost in the playoffs at home. Guess what? Their defense was simple, and it was freaking physical, and they had studs up front, and they got after the quarterback. And they've maintained that for 10, 15 years, Jake. It's pretty impressive what they've been able to do. John Lynch is, I mean, like, isn't it, isn't it cool when you see former players that transition to coaches or whatever, you know, like, but – He's done a phenomenal job there. Kyle Shanahan obviously is was a great hire. I mean, it's just a, it's pretty impressive what they've done. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And uh, John certainly was a fantastic football player. I, I think we all know that. Um, but and 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 he took a lot of scrutiny, especially from the media, um, because he came from the media and then he became a general manager. So you know, the whole where's the qualifications? It probably rubbed people wrong that he just stepped right into that role, but. If somebody's good enough for that role, they're good enough for that role. I mean, his his qualifications were, I think he played 17 years in the league. So he understands how to watch film, how to scout, what certain players look like. They come in different shapes and sizes, and he knows what works. And so I think that was his um, his learning his learning ground, so to speak. But they've done a fantastic job, and it's going to be it's going to be a tough matchup, especially offensively, because. That's this is no secret. We're struggling to say the least. Um, we're struggling on third down. We're struggling to try to get in the red zone. We're struggling on yards per play. It, it's tough for us right now, Jordan. I don't think there's any doubt. Um, and listening to Austin Corbett reading one of his quotes this week, he says this will be the most physical game of the year because he played them last year three times. Um, the, um, being with the Rams, same division, and then they played in the NFC Championship game. And if not for an easy dropped interception, you're talking about San Fran being in the Super Bowl. And you're talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, <clears throat> the most talked about quarterback ever, being in a Super Bowl in two out of the last three years if they make this easy interception. So I don't think he gets enough credit. I thought uh, This team is just a good football team, and uh, it's a tough matchup for us. Do you think that there could be a worse matchup for us right now where we're at, right? And I'm not saying, hey, okay, we can't win or anything like that. But when an offense is struggling in the categories that you just listed and you're playing the, the exact team that's leading the league in almost all of those categories, I mean, the, the scales of justice are incredibly tilted right now, Jake. So let's talk about the mindset as of an offense. We've all been parts of offenses that were struggling at times and you had a big test. 
Time of possession. That's like I read about it this week. The Panthers are last in the league on time of possession. We got to get that up one way or another, right? So when you're, when you, when you know that that's something that we need to work on, Jake, let's start with that. Do you ever do anything as a quarterback? Like when you're talking to your OC and your play caller, hey, we're going to milk that play clock down. I mean, I know it's hard to get it off anyways, but does the function change? If we're trying, you know, hey, we're going to get the time of possession better this week. Is there anything you could do functionally to, to, to raise that, to keep, you know, to, to prolong your drives, ball security, super big, but time possession, Jake, how do we address that thing? Well, I think you address it by getting, being better on third down. And I believe we're at the bottom of the league and, and that's how you address it. You, you, you worry about kind of bleeding the clock later on when you can possess the football for a large amount of the game, but it's got to be third down and we got to stay somewhat manageable. So you have to stay ahead of the change first and second down. Oh, how do you do that? Every blaze play's got to be positive. So, you know, if you're going through a tough time like this, it's like, what can we do? What do we do best? Or what, what, what on the practice field, what has shown that we do the best? We have to do it on Sunday. I don't care if it's the simplest <clears throat> and the easiest play in the playbook, and we have to do it multiple times, and we change the face of it by changing the formation or whatnot. But we just have to, we have to be on. Quarterback has to be on. The line has to be on. We have to throw and catch well. We have to run for positive yardage. Um, and things of that nature. But listen, it's got to be all hands on deck. I don't think anybody's going to give us a chance to win this football game. And I'm going to look at it on this side of it. I love playing this this team this week. They've had two nationally televised solo games. So what do I mean by that? Two weeks ago, they played the Denver Broncos on Sunday Night Football, the only game on TV, tough physical football game. And then this past week, they played on Monday night, only game, division game, so they're a day and a half less prepared. They have to fly across. I think there'll be a law by what the last two games were. And in Carolina, we're struggling right now. So they're answering questions all week long about, you know, hey, this team is last in time of possession, last in third down. Defense is playing so great. So it's a mindset leaps in, and we can catch them kind of sleep them in a law that's my opinion jordan that's that's kind of my spin on this well let's hope you're right because it would be really nice to get have a get right game against a team that's in the top five and all the power rankings and the number one defense that would give a little little boost to our offensive mindset defensively though jake the panthers are pretty fun to watch luvu is like he's just wild enough you know he's kind of pushing guys after you're like don't get a flag bud don't you know, his face is all painted up and he's a wild man. It's awesome. He gets the you and Luke are high fiving when he gets the pick six. Our defense, I'm loving. Now, chin to IR. I'm just gonna go ahead and say not ideal, although it is he will return with the hamstring. Now Woods has a hamstring as well. So our safeties are hamstrung. I was <laughs> how about that? Defensively nice. though, Jake, you nice. gotta like what I we're love doing. it. Yeah, you gotta like what we're yeah, doing. I, I do, Jordan. And listen, at 10-3 at half last week, I, it, to me it looked like an Arizona football team that they weren't happy to be there. And I just kind of felt – I know Luke and I talked about it at half. Hey, if we can just do a little something on offense, this team is ready to kind of cave it in. I mean, you just kind of saw it. But I, I'm like you, Jordan. Um, losing Jeremy Chin hurts. I, I thought his best game was against the Saints. We blitzed him a good bit. And, uh, gosh, I want to say it was the first drive we lost him last week. And then – Xavier, who's kind of a great communicator all over the place, he's limited. And, and Matt said, "There's a we don't know if he's going to play. So th this because this offense we're facing, 
this is a stress you out uh, offense. They're going to stress the defense out. They're going to have motion here, there, and everywhere, and they're going to challenge your keys. They're going to pull linemen and get linebackers to bite up to hit holes right behind them in the passing game. They're going to have these fast motions. Oh, by the way, they have a receiver slash running back slash football player named Debo Samuel that you have to know where he's at at all times. So it's going to stress us this week, Jordan, and uh, it'd be a great challenge for our defense because really and truly, they're playing some good football. Brian Burns and Luvu, it's just kind of – those guys just show up constantly. They're constantly affecting the game and making plays. So it would be, be nice to see uh, if we could get some other guys to kind of step up this week because it, it will be a great challenge. Now, one thing I thought was so interesting, Jordan, um, Christian McCaffrey, we know he's pretty measured when he speaks. And when he speaks, it's you can tell it's very well thought out. And he doesn't give you, give you too little. And it's pretty matter of fact. And there was a quote that he made, and it kind of it kind of really kind of struck me. He basically said, and I'm quoting this, bad football is not being coached. That tells me that he has put the onus on not only himself, but the other players, that this is not what the coaches are calling. This is up to us. So when I read someone like him saying that bad football is not being coached. To me, that's a challenge to the other players that, hey, we got to step up our game. We're not dotting our I's. We're not crossing our T's. We're, we're doing something. There's something that's kind of missing. What, what do you what, – I don't know if you saw that or what do you take from that quote? Yeah, I mean, he's the veteran leader on offense, right? I mean, if it's not him, it's DJ, somebody that's been in the building for long enough to know what good football work looks like for the Carolina Panthers. So that's definitely Christian. I, you need to, when you, you're a one and three, man, like you got to get something right fast. I, I went two and 14 after you left that year, Jake, there's, I mean, as far as your vocation goes, there's not a worse situation. I guess, oh, and 16's worse than one and 15, but when you're losing and you can't stop the bleeding, man, it's it's rough. And at one and three, if you one and four is, buddy, you got eleven, you got twelve games left still, or whatever, twelve games left, and you're one and four like that. The future is not bright. Two and three, you can start saying, okay, we just got to get back to five hundred. You know what I mean? So Christian's saying the right things. Nobody wants to put in all the work in the off season to start off one and three, one and four. Who knows where it goes from there? So. This is a big-time game, and to, to try to keep the fan base interested as well, you know, you've got new OC, and you were dead last in the NFL offensively, and Baker, people came in when we were excited about him, and now you're hearing a buzz about that. Matt Rule, there's talk about is what's his job security. I mean, it's all the stuff you do not want to have to discuss during the season is being discussed right now. So whatever it takes, Jake, it's got to – if I'm McAdoo, I'm – I'm pulling out the stops too, man. We're running the Richie Brockle fumble rooski. We're going double pass. We're doing like what we just need some sparks against this team. We need our defense to give us the ball in in favorable field position. They scored a pick six last week. Let's do that again. I mean, everything's on the table in this game, don't you think? No, I think so. And 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 listen, I I'm not taking up for McAdoo, but like we had a beautiful reverse call at the correct time last week. And it was a fumbled snap. And and listen, I know it went on Baker that it was the fumble, but, you know, that ball was put directly in the gut. And it was a player's first time touching the ball this year. And, you know, it, you could tell the play was going to be huge, giving it to DJ on a reverse. And those are things that I think we're trying. It's just 
we keep on getting in our own way. And the only way to stop it is by the players making plays to, to make it happen. And I think you know it, Jordan, after our Super Bowl year, we started out one and seven. Um, and it was just, it was a comedy of errors. I shouldn't say comedy of errors. It was more a multitude of players that just weren't there anymore. We, we had a bunch of new guys, then we just started losing, you know, Pro Bowl player after Pro Bowl player. And we were just trying to identify ourselves till we finally got a win. And that was against San Fran, albeit it wasn't nearly as good a San Fran team as we're facing Sunday, but it was on the road against San Fran. And it was like, we just, we let loose in the second half. And I think this team, you can tell this, especially offensively, we're, we're, we're just uptight. It's like, we, we can't worry about what might happen bad. We got we to gotta put in our mind, this is going to happen good. This will happen. We're going to do this well. We're going to do this good. We're going to go sustain a drive. We're going to get some third downs. Um, we're going to move it. We're going to help our defense. We're going to get time of possession. And that's that has to be the mindset. I think you need to make some shirts, Jake, and sell them on Sunday that say, this will happen good. That's, you like that? that? That's, the, that's the mantra that the team and the fan base need to have. So let's hope that will happen good. I got to get off topic as we wrap up here. With one thing I read and I got on my notepad that I wanted to talk about. LeBron James, you've heard of him. He's he was in Vegas for an exhibition game and he said at this press conference that he wants to be part of the ownership group to bring the NBA to Vegas. So then that got me off on a ten like a little like out in a wormhole of looking up LeBron. He's worth a billion dollars, Jake, supposedly. And he's still playing in the NBA, right? So, like, MJ, Tiger, and him are the billionaire athletes, right? How, how is it possible that he's still in the NBA playing? He's that young, and he's worth a billion dollars. And how do you even share a locker room? Like, they just blow, the whole thing blows my mind. The whole thing blows my mind. I need you to talk me through this. Okay, so he's worth a billion, but on top of that, he's probably not rich enough to own a team uh, because what these franchises are going for. Right. But also, he's still the best player on that team, and he still probably works harder than everybody else on that team. I mean, that's the thing that. Yeah, that's, that's I, I don't get that's, it. That, how do you? That's how I look at it. Those, those are just you, gifted special players, they're generational players. More, but how do you how do you run all that stuff? Like I'm gonna be one of the best basketball players in the whole world, and I'm gonna have an enterprise worth one billion, and I'm gonna like do all the philanthropy things, and I'm gonna like the guy tweets anyone who has a good game on Monday Night Football or like I just don't understand the the workload capacity of this individual. It's just mind blowing. Well. Tip your hat. That that's what I do. I uh, <laughs> I think you just tip, tip your hat. Your to him. I, I just think this I, he's this guy is a, one. He, we all know he's gifted, but he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated in high school. He's been on every national broadcast since he was a fifteen years old. He's never gotten trouble. That's what I was gonna say. Right like he's it's, he just it's, he, I don't it, he, he never he's. He never gets in trouble. It's underappreciated. Yeah, he said it on 60 Minutes like 10 years ago. He said, I'm not getting in trouble. 
you know, and I mean, he might be opinionated, but so what? It aren't isn't everybody in this world opinionated about certain things? He so- deserves to be opinionated. He's like a <laughs> a rare. He's like a rare. You said generational. It's more than that. It's like, anyways, I'm off. I, I, it's just it's easy to just say and move on, but then when you really start thinking about the accomplishments of business and athletically, and like you said, like he's never in trouble. He's never like. It's just nuts. It's nuts. What? Anyways, I don't know what that's worth, but it's just I had to talk about it. Yeah, I'm gonna sign off, Jake. Excuse me. You're gonna go and you're gonna get to. It's gonna go good. Shirts made up, and you're gonna take them to the Bank of America Stadium and do your thing this Sunday. And then you got the week off. I'm going to L.A. next week, and maybe I'm the 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 missing piece that the team needs as well. So there's some shakeups happening. All right, Jake. Tell a good plan. there's definitely some shakeups, and uh, my goal is to send this team, Luke and mm. I. The plan is to send this team after this weekend off to LA. Yep, feeling good about themselves off of a big upset and a big W at Bank of America Stadium. That's my goal to send them to you, and I'll send them in your care. How about that? It's gonna go good. It's gonna go good. There we are, Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. When it comes to your orthopedic care, choose better by choosing Ortho Carolina. With over 40 locations throughout the Carolinas, you're never far from one of the nation's leading providers of care for joints, muscles, and other orthopedic injuries. When things look bad, it's important to know you have a choice, but there's only one better choice. Ortho Carolina, official team physician of the Carolina Panthers. All right, Jake, be good. Thank you, Jordan. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.